Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to On the Sofa with Colson, Jack and Ben. Coming up in today's episode is... All I did for a year was... Just I didn't eat. speak, did I? Just, no. Just that ate. was the comedy. It was, that was the gag, wasn't it? Yeah. The gag was you ate and didn't yeah. speak. I didn't really understand it as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> now in part two of today's episode, we're going to be talking all thing Jack's pick, which is a film falling down. But first, lads... As always, what's been going on? What have you been up to? Now, I guess the big news. The big news is... Is you're wearing a jumper with nude on it. Does it say nude? It does, actually. That's the name of the brand. It's the name of the brand. I quite Mm. like them. I might do this for the Christmas party. What do you mean? The hoodie? No, I might get something from here. You're going to go nude for the Christmas (laughs) party? Bold. Hiya! I might get something from this brand for the Christmas party. Uh, I might. I'm undecided yet. Speaking of Christmas party, it's not quite the Christmas party, but we're off out tonight, aren't we? We are. We're off to go... It's like a work team bonding thing Mm. that you've kind of organised. I'm the self-appointed social secretary. Yeah. Yeah. It's mini golf. Yeah. Which, where, where are your talents? Well, everybody's got one hole in one in them, haven't they? Even if you smack it hard, you got one. Yeah. My, my home course is Congo Falls. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I'm happiest. You're unbeaten, though. Uh, yeah. I know that <laughs> You've got the it's outdoor. Record. You've got to watch the wind. But I know that course. You get an app yeah. and it keeps your scores. So Congo Falls is my home. It's an away fixture for me. I think it's a home fixture for you two. I've only been once. Have you been? I've been here before, I it's think. It's junkyard golf. In t- and is got- that basically you hit a ball through a car? Well, they have three yeah. courses, and obviously they're all themed like junkyards. Yeah. And the one I did had definitely had a car. You did have to hit a car. There is like an Aztec jungle one, though, I think. And there was one way you go down a slide <laughs> as well. You do go down a Isn't slide. In a circus. Like a yeah, clown. which apparently is a bit creepy. Good. I don't, I don't know if we'll be on that or not. So... It's the Corrie Knight do. Yeah. It's teams. It is teams, yeah. Have you worked out the teams, Well, obviously, that's social sec. With Mm. great self-appointed power comes Mm. great self-appointed responsibility. Mm. So I will be giving the teams out. How many to a team? Four balls. That's what they call it in the golfing world. Four balls. Um, It will be a random allocation, obviously, that I have randomly drawn. Absolute. Yes. I think us three... Probably will be randomly drawn together. If, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> random. Yeah. Random. Do you think anyone had their suspicions when I no. read the teams no. out? No. I like it in crazy golf. Any kind of golf or game which is meant to be light-hearted and fun, when people take it too seriously, it yeah. gets a bit shitty. It gets yeah. shitty. Yeah. I like that. 
it makes me cringe. Yeah. But I like it when someone's almost insistent that they didn't touch the ball or mm. no, that yeah. was one and you shot. Go, you mm. go, yeah, and you go, well, that's six. No, it's five. Yeah, and yeah it gets a yeah. bit nasty. Because the worst thing that can happen is you hit 11 straight off the first hole. That's what I... I'm oh. partial so to a saying, melt. what as soon as you go over 10, does it just not... Count? Yeah, I think you've got to rub See, it out. That's, I'm partial to a complete meltdown. If I don't get it in four, I could be... Who's Who's your money on? Who's the front runner, the Corrie front runner? Jane Danson won bowling. Yeah, she she's did. good. She she's did. good. She did win. I reckon Bill Fellows could be good on the golf course. Do you reckon? I think he could. I think he could. I don't know who else. Who else we uh, got? Gareth. Gareth, Gareth Pierce. My Welsh flatmate. Todd. We've been practising in the hallway. Maureen Littman. On carpet. Maureen Maureen's on golf, very maybe. strong at mini golf. Maureen, she says she's up for it. Oh, Paddy Beaver with that little slight touch. Mm. The thing about me, I think I'm a bit overpowered for mini golf. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hello. I'm overpowered. You Driver, have, please. You always have the one, though, where you Paddy. fucking biff it, don't you? Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to biff it to get it through the windmill. Yeah. And there'll be a few of Clown's them. mouth. The cl- Clown's <laughs> mouth. Hey, who can forget that? There, there will definitely be a few holes that What make you us need laugh. is that one where it doesn't really matter where you get it, it's a hole in one. Yeah. yeah. The easy, the giveaway. Yeah. So let's yeah. say, hypothetically speaking, that the three of us are drawn on the same team. Who wins? Who's your money on? Oh, uh, of us three. Yeah. Mm. Well, not you. I think you're too heavy handed. Yeah. 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 It's between you two. I, no. I sway towards Ben, I think. Yeah, I would actually. Ben, who would you bet on? I think you could be slightly better than we're thinking, but I think you will have power on your side. I think you're you're better at big golf. I've never played it, have I? Have big golf. I've never played it, no. You've never played big golf? Oh. I think mini-wise, me and Jack are a bit mini. I think it'd be a tight race between us. But in the end, it's Danson's win. She's. I, yeah. I think Jane will be over Psychologically, on. she's already won. Yeah, because yeah. she won the bowling. Yeah. So it's like any cast event, Jane Danson is probably going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, and she's quite. She's up. She's just been oh, at work now. She's up, she's oh, up yeah, for yeah. it. She's been oh, yeah. she's excited. She's, she's got, got a buzz about step. her. She can't wait. She's to bringing her own club <laughs> to claim her trophy. <laughs> Bring your own putter. So yeah, so that's tonight. Yeah, that's our activity that um, we're going out and doing, which will be fun. But it's, yeah. al- it's always night. We we're very lucky to work where we work, and we get to mingle with all of our pals. What else has been going on in the week for you two? Well, I've noticed... I mean, I haven't got the full story of this. Mm. It's a half story. I, always the best. I've noticed that my eyesight's going. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, crikey. <laughs> Is this a in deep moment? Way? Not we... in, like, a bad way, like, I'm now blind. Do we put the sad music on? No. But, you know, I had my eyes lasered. Years ago. I? No. Did Years you? ago. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know this. Do you always my... wear glasses? No, I was meant yeah, to. I think that's over 10 years ago. 15. Yeah. yeah. Well, no wonder I don't know. I've only known you 12, oh, 13 right. years. Oh. You didn't speak to me for first eight. I remember you having that done. Yeah. Has it got worse again? I think I'm now... Well, I was 21. Have you had them tested? Well, I went to go to the uh, place to get them tested. Because yeah. I've been getting migraines, haven't I? Uh, and I, I can just feel like... On a night. That's why. I'm like... Tired eyes. Well, I just feel like in, at night now... You can't see. I can't, see, can't see as well. Road. You can't see the road. So I'm like, ooh, hello. So, uh, I mean, I'm fine. I can, I can see all the lo- Is it the old number plate and, I can read all the number plates and everything. I can just notice it. Yeah. That it's just going a little. And so, do you think that's why you're getting more migraines? I think so. Why didn't you have it tested then? Because it's just started happening, hasn't it? But you've asked for a test. Yeah. You booked so in. So I've booked in. Yeah. So I go 
to the um, the clinic where I had my eyes lasered, and um, I got there, and they went, ah, oh, Mr. Shepherd, yep, sit down, be with you in a minute, blah, 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 just bring your file up. I'm like, yeah. And I went, I think I came here about 15 years ago, and he went, yeah, 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 you did, eyes lasered, blah, blah, blah. And then they were just, because 15 years ago, if you had your eyes lasered, you couldn't get it done again. Uh, but I think you can now. Oh, because really? the yeah, science you, has yeah, changed. Yeah, you can have like some other The double laser. The double thing. Whether they do it with a knife, I don't know. But anyway. Why? What do they, what? what? They can cut, they cut your eye with a knife. I thought it was a laser. That's why it's called laser eye. No, it's, there's like Lasek and Lasik or something. So there's two different ones. One's with a knife and one isn't. So what, what happened? did you what have? They say? Anyway, what I did... had the laser. Yeah. Okay. And what did they say to you? Uh, um, so, before we get started, have you arranged for somebody to pick you up? And uh... I, went, <laughs> I went, no. He went, oh. <laughs> he went, well, um, we can't proceed. I what? went, what Why? They, di they dilate your eyes. Yeah, that's what he was going to do. Oh. He said, I'm go I, basically, I was going to put some drops in. And these drops, basically, you won't be able to fucking see. see so your eyes are dilated, aren't they? So yeah. he's really going for a proper eye test then. Oh, yeah, like he's looking, looking at, at the back Yeah, he's everything. looking at the back. Yeah. That's the important bit of your eye, isn't it? The back bit. That tells you a lot. I always feel like I've had good eyes, mate. But I'm booked well, back in on Thursday, so I'll just have to get a taxi. He went, you can get a taxi today and blah, blah, blah. And I went, I'm leaving my car here, then I can't be asked. I went, I'll come back. So when are you going Thursday? Thursday. What glasses are you going to get? Well, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, Land Rover ones. I'm not going to get dad's, glasses. My, my dad's just got Land Rover glasses. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Tires? Land Rover on. You fucking joking? <laughs> no. Christ. What a geek. Has he got, why has he got Land Rover <laughs> to drive his Land Rover? I know. I know. Has he got Land Rover undies as well? I, I don't know Does why. he have Ferrari jacket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he have, so does he have Skoda like... Lou roll? <laughs> everything's branded. You imagine everything's car, car branded. It'd be good that one. It yeah. would be very impressive. Yeah. But yeah, guess where I went this weekend? Uh, Morrison's. Close. The Algarve. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. And speaking of Morrison's, what's the name of the shop, the supermarket in Portugal? I don't know. Is this a quiz? Pingo Dingo. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> so you know, like <laughs> I'm off mean? to Asda. I'm off to Morrison's. I'm off to Sainsbury's. Yeah. I'm just off to Pingo Dingo. It's is that what it says? Pingo Dingo. Yeah. Ace that in it. That's good. Is it named good. after Pingu? The I character. Don't, I don't know. They were How good. Was it? Do you ever have Pingu ice cream? No. They were good. No. They were good in there. It was really nice, Ben. Hot. Hence the sunburn and the mosquito bite on How the forehead. How long you go for? Just two days. Is that not just a pain in the ass? No, finished work about two o'clock on Friday, flew at five, came back at 1am on Monday morning, was in work for 7.45. It's great. What Played was the hotel like? Nice, little um, like guest house B&B. We stayed in Faro City Centre. So I've, have you, you've done the Algarve, have you? Yeah. Well, I've when I've done the Algarve previously, it's like, Villa Mora or Albufeira or Lagos. Whereas, because it was like a tight trip, it was like, we might as well just stay at Faro because it's literally five minutes yeah, from the airport. From, yeah. To, yeah. So we stayed in Faro all the time, which was really nice. Who'd you go with? My mate, Tom. Tom, your mate. Yeah. He's got the wrong spelling for his name. Or the right spelling, if you ask him. You can't spell Tom any other way. Well, if his name's Thomas. No. 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 
He's made it up. Well, I know he, what you're going to say. He spells his name T H O M. Yeah, Thom. That's Tom Thumb. Thom. Yeah. yeah. No, Thom isn't a name. That's so what. So tell him to spell it. Nah. Like Tom. I think he'd name obviously is Tom, but he just does it to take the piss. Oh, does it? Yeah. Well, it's he, not I think doing he enjoys, him any I think How old he is enjoys he? it. At 24. Later 25. in life, he'll worry about that. Of what the fact he's called himself. Well, someone Thom. would just say, "What are you doing with your name?" It's like me saying, "My name is B I N." It's pronounced <laughs> Ben. Yeah, but it looks like Bin. His is like Thom. I like it. I think it's you. I think it's, it's different. You need. No, he needs to sort that out. But yeah, I went with do. Tom or Thom. It's like, how would you do Jack? Jock. <laughs> Colson, how would you do? Well, that's made up. Well, both well. of you have made up names. How weird do you both go on holiday with people with made up names? When you checked in, did they go, these names don't exist? I know we're in Portugal, but they don't exist. And they were exist. like, no, come on, lads, stop, come on, lads. Yeah. Well, stop using a shitty name, name just to get a hotel. What's your real name? One room, share bed. One room, twin Single. bed. Twin beds. Bump beds. Two twin singles. Uh, Lot tricky bathroom wise there. Yeah, you gotta take it in, take it in turns. And we went on lots of like long runs, so it was the old shower. Gets but you've got a B first. day. No, so yeah. one goes in the B day. Hey. Speaking of bathrooms in Portugal. Uh, oof. I, I knew I had well yeah. you know when stuff just comes into your mind on the podcast that you can talk yeah, about? Yeah. In Portugal, yeah. they don't flush toilet roll. Yeah, it's no, it's a lot of Spain. So Greece, they don't. The corner of the bathroom is a bin. Is a bin has shit covered toilet roll. Yeah, yeah, in a bin. Yeah, yeah. but you've been to Spain and Greece. Ben, why don't they flush it? Because the pipes can't take it. I know, but like the bin should have a lid, shouldn't they? Really, you don't go. It's not full of flies around the bin. They change it, but that's everywhere. That's Greece. That's Spain. That's I think it standard. shocked me that I walked into a bathroom and the bin didn't have a lid on, so it was just like this upward Ooh. facing. Probably awkward. Was Tom? Was Thom on big poos? <laughs> it wasn't Thom. But yeah, that was that. That shocked me a little bit. It took me back. It surprised me when I walked uh, into this bathroom. I was like, ah. Did what's you nearly that? walk out? Did you hold on for two days? Yeah, I did. Oh, no, it was very very nice in Portugal. Very nice, very mm-hmm. sunny. A little bit of sunburn, lots of running. Went, um, Did a boat trip to Faro Beach on the Sunday. Oh, nice, yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. Ran from like this nature reserve like to Villa Mora and then came back along the beach. And walking on a beach, it's like slow motion, isn't it? it never ends. So sure. hard to walk on sand. <laughs> You're making it sound like it's Everest. You better sand. We went on a run. Yeah. And then, like, we walked back along the beach. Yeah. And we must have been walking along this beach for like three and a half hours, not seeing a single soul. And it so slow. Does he run then as well? Just start. You walk in like, the hard bit. No, you walk where the you walk where the tides come in and out, yeah, don't you? The hard yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the if that's bit. not that hard. Yeah, no, but it's, it's still slow. Them. What do you mean what slow? Are you, what are you in? Mud up to your waist. <laughs> you can't you quick sand. You can't move quick on sand. You can't horses gallop on sand. You, well they, they on they, the hard bit between the water yeah, and the actual sand. It's yeah, fine. But then the tide comes in and it slows you down a bit, doesn't it? Not really. It goes in and you out, made it sound out. like you're on a, a down escalator and you're walking up it. Well, other than that, it was really nice. I just don't think I'm a massive fan of sand. <laughs> So, yeah, no one hold is. on. You can't go to the loo and you can't go near sand. Yeah. Why'd you pick Portugal? I like Portugal. I like so the beaches. Like. Hold on. The last, time you went to, the last time you went to Portugal, did you not put your loo roll in the bin? 
No, you've been not, before. It, it just probably didn't occur to him. No, you just shoved it in the. Loo. Well, no, yeah. I stayed. It was. It was where, the last time I went to Portugal was when I stayed at that. He went posh. Yeah, I stayed at that nice hotel to learn how to swim for um, as I was doing the games. Yeah, and it was it was really nice, and I don't think. Yeah, it, I didn't notice it anywhere there. He's flushed it. Yeah. You didn't go to the gents and everybody's on a bench having a crap. No. I'd sit next to him. Is would... that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Hiya. Yeah. <laughs> Room for one more. What? <laughs> There's no, no... Oh, still warm. What, no cubicles? It's just an open... Just a bench. Where's walk. that? It's everywhere. Bollocks. <laughs> Absolutely bollocks. What, like we've gone back to the court, like castles, yeah. medieval <laughs> times, <laughs> sit down. Yeah. Middle ages. Oh, that Everyone's loo- it's like um... loads of urinals and then loads of loos and no doors. Everyone's sat reading the papers. Yeah. Speaking of the papers, eh? This is a good one, isn't it? Um, what are we in today? We're in. We've done an What's article, it called? haven't we? Inside Soap magazine. That's it. That's yeah. it. A spread. That's what they call it. Isn't we got. It? You know, you you open it, bang in the middle. Yeah. And it's us. us. We're, it's us. We're in the middle. The center center piece, is it called? Yeah. It, um, it's quite funny, and it? it was it was fun to do an interview as yeah. the three of us and do one together because. Yeah. Well, we've not done many, have we? I suppose. No, and. Whenever you do press for work, obviously it's been about Corey. It's always about individual and characters. Whereas yeah. this was, it was similar to that because it was obviously it's about the podcast. Yeah. And it was about Corey. And it was about the three of us as mates. And it's very rare. Well, it's rare for me that it's I ever get to talk chat to you about of this work. Podcast now, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we don't get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we've all fallen out. Yeah. Um, when was that? When did we do that? I can't remember how we, we did, did it in that. your dressing room in Zoom. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I remember now. Yeah, we did. That was good. Yeah, and then Gareth came in halfway through, didn't he? Do you remember? Yeah, tried yeah. to gig in. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, said he needed to use his dress. So room. everyone buy inside. So and we're in there. We're double we're page in there, spread. Double talking about the podcast. Talking about how we all met. Yeah. All that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's quite interesting for me to hear about how, like, you two met because yeah. I forget that you had lives before I came well, into I suppose them. you don't yeah. really talk. You never talk about it, do you? You never sort of relive it. Once you've done it. Once you've done it. Yeah. You've done and it. also, it's a while ago now. Yeah. So when she's asking us the questions, yeah. it was interesting for us. Having to, like, yeah. rock your to brain. To think a back bit. to yeah. being in that room again. Yeah, because yeah, what's so weird is it's a tiny amount of time. But it changes the whole course of your life. Yeah, it's ten minutes, but it changes. What? That's what your audition was. Well, well it is. Yeah, it's yeah. a scene. Yeah, it's one scene. You may read yeah, it twice. 50, yeah. You told a story as well about how. So obviously, for your audition, Ben. Yeah. Jack did the screen test with you. Yeah, I only that was the one and only audition I did was the yeah. screen test. One. So you you didn't tape or anything like that. You no, didn't go in. You just I didn't straight do anything. To the screen test. They didn't have videotape back in those days but I drew myself as a <laughs> flick book <laughs> yeah. so as, as Nick um, you said that when you were doing your audition um, something like bad happened like unheard of that has never happened in an audition before and you two just went with it tell that story Wait, we were doing I mean there'd been like a few lads um, that have done the audition all all day i think i'd been filming that day it was tony prescott yeah, wasn't it, it was, tony Director. was it tp yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and um the producer was there casting was there and that's we'd been you know auditioning lads producer? all day kim kim crowder, kim crowder. anyway um ben's doing his audition and we're going through the script and everything and they're filming it and whatnot and then some woman comes in and starts talking to the producer about, you know, oh, uh, we've got this coming up, blah, blah, blah. This is, And it's like a receptionist. 
and she's just full on having a conversation during Ben's <laughs> audition. But then um, the producing casting started to continue their conversation while we were. We what? Were like, so they oh. weren't even watching you. It's like they were like they had to spit. Yeah, I, I don't know whether it was important or whatever, but it was obviously more important than what, what Ben we was doing. doing. So yeah. your head must have been like, oh well, I've oh. got this then. Did no, we think? carried on. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah but we, if you we, were like, we then, then, then with asked her. about. No, watching. no, no. I thought it was funny. Kind of made a joke, yeah. I thought made it was funny. About it, no, yeah. I think I, I, you know when you're doing an audition, whether you think to yourself, all it relies on is, am I going to get on? Is it going to work between me and Jack? And then as soon as we improvise with that woman, it probably helped me. Yeah. Because actually we do get on. It wouldn't have mattered what happened in the scene. We got on, it was going. So that's all that's in my head is, if you're auditioning someone to play someone's brother and they've been in the show a long time, yeah, it's incumbent on me to make it work. Jack's already got the gig, yeah. So I've got to be work around. Jack. I've got. Well, you've got to find a common ground. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as we started reading it, I thought, oh, well, it's fine. We've got a common ground. So they're either like me or not. But the actual acting bit, I thought that'd be fine. And actually, when yeah. she came in, it was funny. Yeah. And they like that. Then they can see you as people. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it it never happened to me. It's never happened. And it's never happened since. Well, no. I got, yeah, I've kept no. the job, but it never happened. It never happened before or mm. since. Do you remember yours, Jack? Yeah. I had, I think I might have. How actually, old were you? Have I'd, been? Have been, I'd have been 12. Yeah, same age as um, me. Well, I had three. Ben only had one, but I had three. But they didn't have. Actually, was it like an open? It wasn't an open casting, was it? It wasn't like a come play David Platt. There was already I a think, David Platt. I wasn't think there? there was already a David Platt, but he was. They wanted to do more storylines with him, and I think the kid who was David Platt was born into David Platt as a as a baby. Yeah, okay, so he'd grown up from birth to like eight or nine years old, which was uh, this character's age, and then they wanted someone a little bit older to play younger. So I was 12 to play nine. Yeah. Um, and I think they'd looked for a lot of boys in Manchester, but they couldn't find anyone. So they came further afield. So they'd, they'd opened it up. Yorkshire, yeah. Yeah. And then um, I think um, I'd done Clocking Off, uh, BBC drama, and, and Tina played my sister in that. My, and was, yeah. T was Tina already in Corrie? And then after she'd finished Clocking Off, she then got the part of Sarah Lou. So yeah. then when she were in that and it came to... You know, like six months later, they had to look for a. They wanted to look for a brother. Well, what was on BBC on drama at the minute was this show that Tina had been in, where she had a brother. Yeah. So I think that's where they kind of went, bring him in for an audition. Oh, did yeah. saw, saw you that way. I think so. Yeah. And then you had free. My first audition, I just had to read a, a piece, a monologue. I had to do a monologue. Of your for, choice or as Yeah, as my choice. And Kez? I, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Blood Brothers? Kez. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was The Swap by George Layton. I don't know. It's a li Do you know what? Funnily enough, it's similar to Kez. Is it's it? It's very similar. It's Go a, on, Kez. Yeah, it's a, Go it's, on. it's a kid in a school playground. Yeah. And I did that. And then my second audition, I had to have a meeting with Jane McNaught, who was the producer at the time. Okay. She just chatted to me for a... 10, 15 minutes, and if she liked me, I got another one. And were there other kids auditioning at this point yeah, still? Yeah, And then each time I'm travelling back and forward For to Manchester, family, yeah. I remember on the final of my audition, I was telling Honey at this actually the other day, my final audition, I got to Manchester Piccadilly, and I remember Manchester was fucking rammed. And me and my mum were like, what is going on? 
and Man United had just won the treble and oh, it was the wow. parade. <laughs> and you had to parade, get to the centre of town. And I had to get from to Piccadilly Street. down Dean's. What, you got the train? No, I got the train from Leeds to Piccadilly. Oh, so no. So I had to get from Piccadilly to, to past Key Dean's Gate when literally all everybody, Man U fans, were going berserk because they'd just won the treble. And I was like, I have to get to Granada for my audition, my third audition. And when they told you you got it, did you think that? They told me on the train. On so the way back? On the way back. That's good. That I'd got it, that I'd got the part, yeah. It was me and three other lads. And did you think then? I didn't think I'd get it because the other three lads were from Manchester and I thought okay. I thought they would pick a Manchester lad. And then you've been David Platt since? Yeah. And did you know then that David Platt was what you were going to make of him or not? No. No, I didn't have a clue. No, I've just, just, just as a kid being Just happy. making it up. Just yeah. be yourself. Be a kid. I've told you about mine before, Anna. I came from school. Yeah. And my mum oh, had, yeah, you did in your T-shirt. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had baked beans baked spilled beans. down my T-shirt Some people would say school. that's method. They would. And I walked into the audition. And as soon as I came out of it, I said to my mum, I was like, it went well. That. Like, it just, just had a good feeling. Uh, but from day one of, like, stepping into Key Street, I was like, I like it here. I just did. But it's was, so weird, though, that you two have taken on a job at 12. 12. Yeah. Mm. When I think of myself at mm. 12... And then you make a decision at 12. Not that you make yeah, a decision. Yeah, yeah. It's good that it carries on, but it's so weird that decision at 12 goes on into your adult life. Yeah. Yeah. I had to learn to chew chewing gum for my audition. Do you remember my first scene that you were in? Where Sausage. I had to blow the... I had to blow... Oh, no, you're blow. thinking of chicken wings. When, that was when I came back. Uh, but the, my first had to, stuff, I, I had remember. To, I had to blow bubble gum in Steve McDonald's oh, face. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that scene. And um, I wasn't allowed chewing gum as a kid. So I didn't know how to blow a bubble. Why weren't you allowed? I, just, I don't know. Just something my mum and dad won't let me have in case I choked to death, maybe. But oh, yeah, yeah, just wasn't wasn't allowed it. Um, so Not then obviously my drama teacher was making me do this scene whilst chewing gum, and I had to practice blowing bubbles. My mum went to the sweet shop in Freeport and bought loads of hubba bubba, oh, like, hubba bubba. bought like a I box full of it, and she was like, "Get chewing, get practice." Like yeah. So I had to just suddenly play. all the rules are out yeah, the window. Yeah, come on, yeah. this is it Come now, on, son. sorry. This blow is it bigger. This blow is our bigger. chance. This is your yeah. family's chance. Get blowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Massive. And uh, yeah, we I, want a new car. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking all your money as a kid. <laughs> I come had on. to do it in my audition. I had to blow a bubble, and it was in Graham Harper's face, and he was like as big as you can get it. Mm. I remember when I came out, I said to my mum, "That went really well," and my mum was like, "You were in there for over an hour." And the kid really? who was in before me was ten in minutes. for like 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Got it's it. always it's a good bag. sign. It's in it? the bag. I used to have an audition playlist before I um, went oh into God, auditions. It made you sound like you're an actual like... Yeah, I used to listen to music before my auditions. Ding, 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 Shall I see ding, if I can ding. find what it was? Yeah. I think I might be able to get it on my old first, Spotify. What was your first, first song? Let's have a look if I can get on my old Spotify. I were only in my audition for a few minutes. Were you? Yeah. Which one? <clears throat> The last one, I went in first. I were only in for like 10 minutes. And I remember we read the script with the Platts. And um, well, they were all in there. Yeah. Tina, uh, Helen and Sean. Uh, wasn't, wasn't Sue. Sue wasn't there, I don't think. And then um, they said, uh, that was very good, Jack. Do you want to read it again? And yeah. I said, no. And they went, oh. No. And then went, 
well, we think we'd like one more. And I went, well, I'm all right. I went, I'll do it again if you want, but I'm, I think that's fine. I think I did good. <laughs> you haven't changed. I haven't changed. You haven't changed. <laughs> you still like that now. One more? No, I think it's fine like that. So my audition playlist yeah. has, audi- it's called Audition Music. Audition is spelt wrong. It has three <laughs> songs on it. Go. It's got. It's got, hang on. It's got to have Rocky. No, we are the champions. It's got <laughs> Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Let's calm him down. Calm Don't him down. worry yeah, yeah. about a thing. <laughs> it's got The World's Greatest by R. Oh Kelly. My oh, R. my Kelly. goodness. <laughs> Where everybody knows your name, the Cheers theme song. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you Making have that? Making my way in the world today oh takes my God. everything you've you literally got. dreamed yourself into it. Blowing chewing gum. As like a 10, 11 year old, I used to go all around the country with my little headphones on, listening to those to three, three songs. songs. I'm winning at life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm going to say this. I think you need to go back to that. Start listening to them before Hit I rate was high. Hit rate was high. Yeah. Maybe one of your greatest scenes, the bubble gum blowing scene. Seriously, Craig Tinker in 2012 was prime Craig Tinker. <laughs> was, I thought it was peak Tinker. John Falkard, who's one of the first ADs at work, he was talking to me the other day. I don't know if you remember this, but you must have been in it. When I first came back, like in the first month or whatever of me coming back, there was birthday party scenes in the bistro. I think it was Amy Barlow's birthday. Oh. And apparently I was stood at the bar eating chicken wings. <laughs> Yeah. And I think you and Chris Gascoigne have told me this story before. <laughs> have you like tapping each other and like, seeing him fucking off that chicken? He's absolutely piled through. The- I seem to remember you did it all through rehearsal and tape. <laughs> yeah, I will. Oh, the classic. The classic. Ja- all I did for a year was, just I didn't eat. speak, did I? Just, no. Just that was the food. comedy. It was That was the gag, wasn't it? Yeah. The gag was you ate and didn't yeah. speak. I didn't really understand it as a kid. <laughs> 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 right, we're going to take a quick break and then in part two, we're going to be talking all things falling down. But here is what is coming up in part two, so make sure you don't miss it. Do you ever, and I think this is a psychopath move if you do, what? Do you ever just do fly down and get it out through the fly rather than undoing yeah, the button? Yeah, sometimes. You but fucking weird. Yeah, I know, because, yeah, I know. Because I don't like the metal touching it. 
Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namon Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. 
I was really grateful that you picked this last night. He's going to get panned, it's going to get panned, isn't it? Go on, it's synopsis time. Give us it. Synopsis, it's about... What the fuck is it about, actually? Right. Yeah. Okay. What is it's it about? about? It's a guy um, who's a regular Joe guy, seems to have like... He seems to have like an office job or some sort of run-of-the-mill job. He's in Traffic Jam uh, to begin with, at the beginning of the film, in L.A., it's hot, um, he, he seems agitated, and he decides to get out and walk home. And it's a long walk home. And um, on the way, I, I think he's he's reached breaking point, whereas as it, as it develops, it seems like his relationship has fought, broken down with his wife. He's been sacked from his job, and I think he just snaps. And it's sort of like that type of person who reaches a point in their life and you see them snap and then he goes on like a bit of a a bit of a rampage so i've got some questions for you because mm. i found this quite tricky confusing to watch oh i found it hard to follow i didn't really understand what was going on i thought it started with him having like a panic attack in the car right yeah and then next thing i know he's pinned a guy up in a corner shop but he just seemed normal. I don't understand what his breaking point was. I, I, it's you a lot see, of things, you isn't it? You never see him. You never. You don't see him break, do you? Previous in the story, what you find out towards the end is the reason. It's a at the start of the film, you don't understand the breaking point, but towards the end of the film, you do. He's been sacked from his job for a month. His wife got a restraining order against him. He can't see his daughter. Yeah. Uh, he lives with his mum. Yeah. So what they're saying, the breaking point has come way before that. He's pretended he's mm. gone to work for a month. Yeah. So he's not actually gone to work. Yeah. He's taken a briefcase that's got some sandwiches in, no work. Yeah. And then he's on a traffic jam going back home to his mum's in his old childhood bedroom. Now, a lot of things seem to be winding him up. Like he, like inflation has gone up. Um, he want he he wants he wants fifty cents so that he can use a phone. So he asks to change a dollar in in a in in like a supermarket in like a mini market. The owner says no, you have to buy something first. He's pissed off about that. He's sort of like a, a middle America guy with power, who's losing that power, and he's sort of like becoming a bit like a dinosaur, a bit sort of archaic type thing. And it's him coming to terms with that and him still trying to grasp for some sort mm. of power. I thought the first scene were clever how it built up like his sensory overload and yeah. it made you feel like he was having a panic attack and he, he's basically distracted by everything that's going on around him. I just didn't understand then how he went to walk from there into a shop and basically get angry about some guy trying to overcharge him and then it, it just seemed really quick that he was like beating him up. I liked the cop retirement story more than I liked his self-destruction story. The cop retirement story actually is a B story is more interesting. Mm. Which is Robert Duvall. Yeah, it is more interesting. Yeah, Robert that, Duvall that was the better story. Yeah, Robert Duvall me. was very interesting in it. Yeah. Mm. And I agree, you got the feeling that they'd started the Douglas character very high. And then he you thought nowhere. inevitably he's gonna be killing people. Because yeah. actually he and the rampage is murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ima imagine if they'd have done the film from a, the other point of view. So if you start in Robert Duvall's car and it's him on his last day of work and he just he just sees a 
guy get out and well he did across. Robert Duvall yeah, was behind him I know but imagine jump. if you started it from his point of view rather than starting it from Michael Douglas's point of view well they kind of did kind of did it was both of them both of their days at the start yeah I would it would have been more because I thought the focus was on him straight away whereas if the focus was fully on Duvall and it was that character stride that went through it I don't know maybe I just look, maybe I, I don't think I, I think the driving I suppose the driving force the reason Duvall's story works so well is He's just about to retire, and yet, yeah, arguably the biggest case he's ever got is on his last day of and work. Does there, is there a thing about cops getting killed on the last day? Well, obviously, that's sort of like a bit that's, of a gag, isn't it, gag. in the police department? What did I didn't he, get is why does he even get this case? Because he's, he's he's meant robbery. to be burglary, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they find out quickly that he didn't burgle anything. In, yeah. In the, well, he got the case because market. initially they thought it was. Yeah. Thought yeah. It was a but also b- before before his wife complained, mm. he did do he did do homicide, didn't oh, he? Did right. he? He well, was taken off the streets, and they said why? That was the whole thing with his boss having a go at him. Yeah. And him being a pen pusher was his wife then said, "I'm too scared. You've got to come off the streets." Yeah. And that's she what he was did. Really suffering, weren't we, with some sort yeah. of mental illness? Yeah. 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 Panicked. She was well. Once they lost their child, she was panicked about him dying. <laughs> but then at the end, you see, like he gets fed up of a rigging, and he went, "I'll get be my tea ready. I'm get my tea ready." He'd broken though. He'd broken. He'd he'd yeah. held enough back. So what they're mm. trying to show is, we've all got that. We all have a breaking point, yeah. but it's where your breaking point. His breaking point was. I actually, this is what I always wanted to do as a cop and I've got a chance to do it and I'm good at it and yeah. I could actually save someone's life. He saves their life. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He saves yeah, he the does. wife and the child's life. Yeah. And it makes sense of his world. He's lost his child at two yeah. and saved a child's life. And he, I really like the scene at the end where he sits with the child and goes, and there's a kind of resolution yeah. for him. Do you um, know what confused me? You know how the guy comes and takes his gun? Yes. And then in the last scene... He magically has his gun. No, he don't. He has the he has he the partner's gun. gun. You were what, looking at your phone. <clears throat> yeah, you were. So when he going in the house, he hears a gunshot. Oh, She's gone around at the your back. Phone. You were texting, and he looks at his and he hasn't got a gun. So, so that's why he goes it. in the house. He takes a gun. Yeah, from the house. He takes the no, he no. Takes, no, no. The partner you weren't watching. Oh, he goes the out. The female partner who gets gun. shot. Yeah. he says, "Are you okay?" Yeah, and then takes a gun. Michael Douglas is going from point. A to point B, right? Yeah. Do they never think to get a fucking helicopter Copter, up in they the don't. sky? There's a man going round with a rocket launcher. <laughs> At one point. Rocket launcher. Yeah. Fires a rocket launcher and everyone just carries on. That kid's good in the rocket launcher. Scene. The kid is good. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, there's 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 problematic parts. I did like the Duval character. He was good. I thought he was very good. And he had actually the scene at the end, arguably you, you, you think it's written as a Douglas scene, but it's really his scene. He's very what, when very he's good. on the pier. When he talks when he does very cleverly, he has the popcorn and he says, mm. This is what happened to me and this is what and he's trying to come round to see if he's got a weapon. Mm. Yeah. Then he sees and he, it. She, he shows the wife that yeah, he's a which cop. is obviously a cut, which they didn't have in the original film. Ah, because he shows cut, the wife that he's a cop. Shows the wife he's got the gun. She kicks it away, and then there's that whole bit that he has to come to terms with the loss of his daughter. I like that bit at the end. Yeah. Deval's very good, and then says, "Don't, don't," you know that awkward. Don't pull the gun. And he, his last day of work, he's 
Yeah, he don't want to get shot, and it's a water pistol. Yeah, he doesn't want to shoot mm. someone. Michael but, Douglas says this is his favourite role, and he feels this is his best performance in any film he's ever done. Really? Mm. And his dad, Kirk Douglas, said the same thing. Wow. It's his favourite role. When he agreed to do the film, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, he was massive at the time. Yeah. He just won... Yeah. Um, for uh, what's it? Uh, what's it? Uh, Wall Street. Wall Street, the first one. Yeah. Um, what's he called? Gordon Gecko. Yeah. <clears throat> he just won the Oscar for that. Well, a couple of years previous, but and he he was he was proper big time Hollywood, and he Joel Schumacher came to him and said, "I've got this script. I think you'd be great at doing it." And uh, he didn't want to do it because I think he'd just done a year of two films back to back. And he went, I'm going to go away and be with my family. And he went, please just take a look at it. And he read it and he said, it's the best script he's ever seen before in his life. So Boy, he says, yeah. yeah, I'll do it. And he took a lesser fee so that they could put more money into the film. I thought it was shit. <laughs> Should we just go to ratings? Do you want me to rate it? No, I'll, well, it's my film, isn't it? It's your film. Do you know what I thought it was like? Well, you can say it on your rating. You can say that on your rating. say that on you. Okay. So, falling down. I really liked Michael Douglas's performance when I first watched this film. I thought it was different to... You don't often see Michael Douglas being the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and I quite liked how he changed all of his appearance... And I liked Robert Duvall. You're fishing for score here. You're fishing for score. I'm not it's fishing. desperate. It's not you're desperate. trawler fishing. You're not even fly fishing. You're trawler fishing at the bottom of the North Sea for any kind of crappy crab nah, or fish. Nah, because he's gonna to oh, give it. Up, I'm gonna give it eight. Hang on, yeah. hang on. It's in the eights. No. That's what he's gonna say. <clears throat> no, it's eight point four. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not that big. I think it's a good film. 7.9. It's an interesting take on somebody, a uh, breaking point, somebody lose it, someone who, who it appears to have everything, but then as you get under the surface, you realise they have lost everything, including their mind. I quite liked it. Um, I'm going to go... I think the script's a bit weak. The dialogue's not the best. But I like the performances. And it's the performances think the story, do you think the story is good? I but do the like the stories. I don't really do get like what the story it. And is. I like, do you know what I like? I like the out. characters. I think the characters <sighs> are very good. I like the right wing frigging neo Nazi guy who's completely lost his mind. Him in that army sort yeah. of veteran thing. He's a nut job. I like the scene in the burger shop where he holds up the burger place. <laughs> Yeah, the what whammy the whammy burger. Whatever I mean, I didn't it's like called. it, Jack. Yeah. I thought it was fucking terrible. No. <laughs> Come mean, on, just give your score so you can get to closer. How can you go for a burger and then pull out a Uzi because they want to serve you breakfast? Uzi, Uzi, Uzi. He pulled out, which is a cross a between Uzi. a trainer and a gun. Seven point three. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's very good. I think that's very good. Colson, go. Go two. low. No, it's yes. not. No, it's yes. not two. It's not two. two. It's a two. It's a two. It's one, not a two. One for Robert Duvall and one for the fact it had loads of guns in. <laughs> That's the only good bits about it. Jack, honestly, I thought it was crap. I got entirely catfished by this because the first scene I was like, oh, okay, could be into this here. And then the next scene in Corner Shop, I was like, the fuck am I watching? Do you know what it was like? 
You know, when we went out for dinner last week and we all had those um, like dirty fries yeah. and they all looked amazing and they came and we were like, oh, this is great. This, this is yeah. great. And then we ate them yeah. and we realised. shit. Yeah. It's not age well, is it? It's not age well at all. I think the dialogue is weak. I think Duval is very He's good. He's yeah, good. good. So the only uh, interesting story strand is him. I don't know whether you do see Douglas it. is far too big at the beginning, so he's nowhere to go. There's no, yeah. way, there's no progression for Douglas. And weirdly, the progression is reversed. Yeah, because yeah. he's like a cold-hearted killer that underplays everything. And then at the end, you see this kind of broken man, but you don't see the broken man at the start. And I think you're probably right, yeah. Colson. He starts at the top of the mountain and works his way down. It's a really weird... Uh, yeah, I just didn't think it aged very well. I was just like... I don't know. I just, I, it seemed very mixed. It seemed to try to try and hit millions of themes in it at the same time that just people were just being randomly killed. And he found all those guns and then he just, I don't know. I'm going to go, I'm not going to go as low as two because I don't think we should be there. No. I think we should be three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's five. Oh, add seven point. Twelve point. What? What did you say? 12.3. So that's quite high for you. Ah, that is. is. You've had some shockers recently. Yeah. 12.3, that's... Because you've said I'm not allowed to do any of the epic big films anymore. No, no. Because you were only picking ones that were like You were chasing ratings. And now you've gone to the other witches. I'm actually only going to pick ones that are shit. You did a bloody good job. I'd almost rather you pick Giant. Listen, hang on. In my defence, when I picked this film, Ben went, good film. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what it's like. Yeah, and now I've seen it, and it's not any good. But don't take it out on me. Mm. I haven't. Right. I've taken it out on the film. I haven't understood why you've picked it. I have taken it out on you a little bit. I've found it conflicting. I watched it. In the 90s, this film. And when you watched it this time round, were you going... It's 30 years ago, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Did, so you, hello- did you think it wasn't as good as you thought it was? Yeah. I didn't realise the script weren't that great. I don't believe some of the I don't believe some I of the dialogue. I just didn't believe any of it. I just didn't get it. It was a bit like Alan Partridge, Alpha Packer. You Maybe. know when... He, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah. Alpha Packer? Yeah. What's it called? Al- like an alpaca. It's Alpha... Papa, Papa. Alpha Packer. <laughs> Alpha Packer. I tell you what, I've got one of those Alpha Packer jumpers on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's amazing. Speaking of alpacas, should we give out some Patreon jumps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Head of alpacas. <laughs> Patreon is our paid for subscription platform where you can get loads of bonus on the sofa content. And you also get a job at Sofaland. Now, normally we give out free jobs because it's coming up to Christmas. We've got some extra staff force to bring Get on. Get on this Patreon, it's free. <laughs> it's, it's not, you have to pay six quid. Um, but you get a job, which free is trial. great. And we've got four jobs to give out this week. Jack? We have an arcade. We have like an 80s arcade uh, on the sofa land. Running that arcade and making sure all the machines work because most of the time they don't. Mm. Uh, making sure... Everything works and the music's kicking and banging. Ahead of that arcade is Dom Vince. I love the name Dom Vince. It's a good name. It's a That's great a bit name. like a eighties eighties yeah. kind of film star. Dom Vince. What's his name it's... in Licorice Pizza? Frank... Oh yes, I know who you mean. Fingy Valentine. Yeah. 
It's like having that. Dom yeah. Vince is a great... Head of arcades, Dom Vince. Um, you know, earlier I mentioned alpacas. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, actually, because there's been a bit of a call for this. Gary Valentine is his Gary name. Valentine. Mm. There has been a bit of a call for this yeah. in the suggestions box on the way yeah. out on the sofa club. I don't know who's been putting it in, um, but obviously... Can you stop? Yeah. <laughs> and well, you, you, you can stop now. Um, we don't read them anyway. Petting, <laughs> petting them food. away. It's our village. Our village. We'd be awful bosses. I've just realised we'd be awful. Shy. Be shy. Absolutely. How would you take shy. it seriously as a boss? No, you couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't. Well, I'm technically opening up a new bit of the land as well here, because uh, yeah. um, the, the suggestion box has been hammered with a few things. <laughs> And one we of them, need more land. One of them has been a petting zoo, and I'm I'm delighted we are having a petting zoo, and it petting is going to have alpacas on it, and petting zoos, farms. They're all they need to be run by good, reputable people. You could almost say farming families don't you need to run petting zoos? Almost, so yeah. the head of the petting zoo, the CEO of the petting zoo, is Amanda McDonald. <laughs> Amanda McDonald had a petting zoo. Alpaca, alpaca, alpaca. <laughs> it's catchy. Pass it the sheets. I've got to see the name. Right, so I've got to think what we've got now. Dom Vince on the arcade. Dom Vince on the arcade <laughs> is strong. In every arcade, you've got Dom Vince running it, but in every arcade, and you won't, might not remember this, but you need a change person. You need okay. a person sitting in the booth, change. Yeah. 520s, please, for £80. There we go. That's Hayley Howe. <laughs> Had a change. Where the where the petting zoo is, the um, the land to the side of the petting zoo, um, we're opening up an Irish bar just because heaven and hell's getting really busy, and you know we need another establishment to drink. Mm, mm. Um, so we're we're opening up an Irish bar, live music quite regularly. Yeah. I think four or five nights a week on the fiddle. Um, it's going it's to be it's going to be really <laughs> really good Guinness on draft good loads of baby Guinness um, and we're calling it O'Neill's yep. and it's being ran by the new landlord of the Irish bar Ange McNeil <laughs> what a stretch <laughs> if uh, Guinness wasn't on draft how would it be in a bottle well you, they do it on a surge plate now yes yeah, some of those shit cans what's that well we've got we're getting one of them at the cricket club what's a surge oh, plate yeah. what's a surge plate it's like you a come, can yeah it's... so you pour the pint of Guinness from a can like you no, you don't stop you pour it and you put it on a plate and it surges itself and it basically is the same it gives you the Makes same the head apparently it's, apparently it's decent it's alright like, but I once had Guinness is stout isn't it mm once had a sip of it and it made me feel really, really heavy. I had a Guinness uh, at the top of the Guinness Museum. In Dublin, in Dublin yeah. I've, with your picture on. Do they do that in your times? No, they just did the actual drink. <laughs> now now they print a picture on the head. Have you not seen that on the internet? No. Oh, then you, had the guy who used to put his, he had the cloak and he, he went underneath the picture and the... As I said, they used to draw a lot of my stuff. Painted him. Some Um, people I knew had photos taken, but not many. Ben, you've got um, you've got a big announcement in regards to the Patreon and why people should get on board right now, haven't you? Because what are you announcing is happening in December? 
the masseum. So for Christmas, we've had a few of these and they've gone down very well. <laughs> but uh, we're having a Christmas masseum, which will be... Father Christmas is booked. That's in. Yeah. Then it will be Which us. is not Henry dressed as Santa Claus. Henry McCall as... Culkin. Yeah. We've got yeah. him. We've got him. We've got um, Bruce Willis doing the Die Hard. Will, Hugh Grant. Will Ferrell. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Will Ferrell. So we've got a few big And big Richard Orley, because he was in Love Actually as well. <laughs> Chuck yeah. him in. Yeah. Richard Orley. Oh, Richard Orley, yeah. He played, he played uh, the Prime Minister's prime assistant. Mate, awesome. Well. Get him yeah. in. <laughs> so yeah, December will be the Massoon. That's something to get on the free trial of Patreon. It's seven days free. Get on it in December and you might get on the mass soon. Well, for more information, simply sign up at www.patreon forward slash on the sofa. Next week, it is audience pick. And the audience, have, they've, they've created a curveball. Mm. We've gone telly, haven't we? Well, it means that we've had to create two supercomputers. So the film supercomputer, which has like 1,400 films in, mm. that still exists. Do you think our computers are a bit behind the times? Because you've now got AI that can you can talk. Mm. We've just basically got a computer that can pick a film. Um, then this new supercomputer <laughs> has TV shows in it, okay? Ah. And it has given us four potential TV shows for us That's to be talking all about. Come up with. <laughs> That's super. No. I thought about it. I've it given you randomly four. came up with four. Right, randomly go on. Came go up on, what are the four? What's the one that went up against the morning show? Scandal. Okay, right. We've got Scandal mm. versus the morning show semi-final one yeah semi-final two yeah. it has potentially two of my well, favorite series of all that? time i always tease oh, it you? i always tease oh, it semi-final serious. two two of i think the best british tv series of all times okay life on mars yeah versus gavin and stacy yeah okay semi-final number one was a landslide one at henry yeah the Morning Show wins. Uh, yeah. yeah. Second one. So we found number two, like I say, two pinnacles of British telly. Yeah. It's yeah. Life on Mars versus like, Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Gavin and Stacey just won. Oh, did it? Okay. Tight. Was it tight? tight. A lot so the of final is The Morning Show. No, but... no it was a landslide again. <laughs> landslide. <laughs> I'm so, picking it up. So the final is The Morning Show, show versus Gavin and Gavin Stacey. And Stacey. And the show that we're talking about next week. By the way, I've never watched The Morning Show if it's The Morning Show. Okay. Is Gavin and Stacey get in? I can't wait. Let's go fishing on Dave's coaches. <sighs> All right, Ness. Uh... You two, I knew you two wouldn't like it. I love this as well. I because can... look at you. I you are Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you mean Smithy? Whoever you're, them. Why am I? You just your personality. It's all that, and it's just. I... I think it's ace. I think this is one of the best. I genuinely think this is one of the best sitcoms ever. Do you think, you know. It's a 10, by the you know way. Humor. I'm telling you that already. You know, humor. You haven't seen it, though. Jack, I've watched every episode about six times. I love you. You know, humor. Yeah. You know what you find funny? What someone finds funny? Yeah. Do you think that means that's what their level of humor is? Are you trying to <laughs> comment on my intellect? <laughs> Just asking, asking for a friend. But if that's your think it's banging, it's a ten. That's your do you think that's your humour? And on that note, I think it's a good time to leave the podcast there before we all 
fallout. But next week, we're taking a trip to Barry Island to get on the slot machines and talk all things Gavin and Stacey. We're back on Monday for Sofa, for On the Sofa's extra Monday episode. Mm. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, as always. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favorite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behavior creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast.